0: So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy So what we watch anime So what we play leak We're just having fun We don't care who sees so what we stay here, it don't bother me, living young, pale, and nerdy. Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 67 for, what, what's the date today? The date is August uh, 14th. 14th, 2016. Uh, as you have heard, I am joined by Connor, cyberpunk monk, Besh.
1: So I'm seriously like not sure if we're starting right now, because there's no warning or nothing. Yeah, no,
0: seriously, jeez. Yeah, we're starting. And Andrew O'Roe McFain. Jeez. Jeez Louise. I am Nathan Spruth, and we're going to talk about some stories. But first off, I need to ask Connor, what games have you been playing?
1: I've been on vacation this weekend, so not much. However, since I've been back home, i played a little bit of Killing Floor 2. And I don't know, I'm thinking like sometime real soon here, I'm going to be playing more Fallout 4 as well.
0: Alright, um, which one of those games do you like more?
1: Killing for 2. Why? Because uh, Fallout 4 is not that good of a game.
0: Why don't you play Fallout New Vegas or Fallout 2?
1: Uh, Honestly, New Vegas, is it's kind of hard to go back to it. It's not that it's a bad game or anything, it's just that i played it way too much. and
0: Or Fallout uh, Brotherhood of Steel for the original Xbox.
1: Well, we don't talk about bad things. This is yeah. the entertainment podcast, not oh.
0: the
1: the bad idea podcast.
0: <laughs> that game was terrible. Uh, it was, and and I know what the answer is going to be. So we're probably going to talk about it for a while. What games have you been playing, Oroa?
2: Well, I played this psychological horror game last night called Distraint, and it was really good. Oh, was it?
1: I yeah. heard a little bit about that. Would you recommend it?
2: Um. I mean, there are better games you can get for $5, but there are also far, far worse games that you can get for $5. Well, yeah, and and I was
1: thinking like, you know, pirating it or something.
0: Well, I mean... You have a job.
2: I try to avoid doing that with indie games, because this this was a one-man job. Well, if it's an indie game,
1: maybe I'll reconsider.
2: But it it was a good experience. It was only like two and a half hours long. Um, And I was drunk while playing it, so... But, uh, yeah, it was good. Um, Did
0: did you get scared and scream like a little girl?
2: It did startle me a couple of times, but that's that it's not... It's not a uh, jump-scary game.
0: Mm. Um,
2: In fact, it's got some pretty funny parts in it that are just mainly because they're ridiculous. Oh, okay. um, Yeah, so after I finished that, uh, I started... Uh, probably my 14th or 15th hour of uh, No Man's Sky. Nice. Um, And that has been going pretty well for the most part. I actually played it on my computer, like sitting in front of my computer for the first time about 20 minutes ago, and come to find out the only real problems I've been having with it have been a result of me streaming it. Oh, okay. So, the way that I usually play PC games, I have a Steam link upstairs in my living room, and I stream the games from my PC downstairs to my TV upstairs. And for some really weird reason, um, the minor hitching and whatnot that people have been complaining about all over the place anyway uh, is just blown completely up uh, whenever you're on, whenever you're streaming. Um, Whenever I get in the ship uh, while playing over streaming, uh, the game goes down to about five frames per second.
1: That's acceptable.
2: Um, Yeah, Yeah, And there will be times where the feed just stops. There is no... It's just a frozen screen and I can hear me still flying forward and then I teleport about you know, five seconds forward. It's, uh, so it's borderline unplayable at times while like that. Uh, but playing it actually on my machine, I don't really know what all the big complaints are.
0: I don't either. Um, So maybe it's because I have, like, I have a pretty awesome computer, but I was reading people who have better computers are complaining about frame rate hitches. Now, maybe it's because it will drop from 60 frames to 40 frames.
1: Also unacceptable
0: would uh, it'll drop like that for like a second or two and then go back up. So it's not like it's a whole thing.
2: I have seen it um, a couple of times where the game will just, I mean, it it hitches where it just stops for, for maybe a quarter of a second, a half a second. Yeah. But it's, they've been very few and far between moments and yeah, that's not acceptable. But at the same time, it's not unplayable, like some people have said. And I believe uh, the guy at Hello Games that's kind of been fronting the whole thing has uh, said that many of the complaints from people that they've gotten have been from those who are way, way under the minimum specs. Mm. Or God help them, they're playing on like an Intel graphics card or something like that. Oh,
0: integrated, integrated, okay.
1: Yeah. So you mean my Surface Throw 3 probably will not be able to play No Man's Sky?
2: Probably yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna assume not. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it, it does require pretty pretty decent hardware, but it's using half of my CPU right now. Yeah. Um and I'm I'm working on figuring out what it's doing with Oh, there's a GPU monitor in Process Hacker. Just discovered that. Nice. Um my GPU it's a seven eighty, and like.
0: Oh, you haven't got the ten eighty yet.
2: No, I'm poor. Um, oh yeah, I always forget
0: people yeah, are I, poor, more poor than I am.
2: Yeah, I I bought the seven eighty with a credit card, and I'm still paying it off because I I fucked myself over. Um, but I mean, I had it. It's using right now. I'm flying, which seems like it taxes the game more and it's using about a gig and a half of my video memory which means you could probably feasibly play this on like a budget card like uh, the new 1060 just came out um,
0: or 960 like could, maybe
2: yeah well, yeah. the The 960 it's the same price as the 1060 actually but yeah. I bet uh, the 960 could run this pretty comfortably uh, considering it only has 2 gigs of RAM right so, and my
0: mine is pretty it's pretty solid at 60 frames a second I um yeah really i'm flying
2: it. around and i'm watching the fps thing it's about 75 ish oh so. see
0: i i'm for some so i had it set to 90 frames a second mm-hmm. uh, and it was running fine it was dipping to like 80 something but I was streaming it at the same time, and it was causing because I stream at thirty frames a second. I know, I know, whatever. Uh, so I stream at thirty frames a second, so it was making my stream lag because the frame something something to do with it. It was making my stream all wonky. So I was cut it was he dropping down.
2: out for you, Connor? There?
1: Uh just a was tiny I, little bit.
0: Was I dropping <clears throat> out? I have no idea. Not what really
1: dropping, just kind of getting choppy.
0: Oh, okay. Okay for for yeah. me. For me, you just, like, went, and then I, It might be because... It, is it better now? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't anyway, know, I, it might have It was only happening
2: been, while I was playing, so I thought... No, maybe.
0: It might have been the sensitivity that I was having. Uh, but anyway, going on, I was playing at, like, 90 frames a second. Uh, then it went up. Then it would go down to, like, 80. But for some reason, it was messing up my stream playing at such high frame rate. So I dropped it back down to 60, which oh. doesn't... I mean... It doesn't really matter because my monitor is only a 60-hertz monitor, so.
2: Yeah, no, I just put
0: it on max because fuck it. Well, and you're not streaming, so. That too. Uh, but, but, so how are you liking the game? Um, I am, I, I, I want to say
2: I'm liking the shit out of it, but it's like, <laughs> it's not the kind of game where you go, yeah, I'm having so much fun. It, it's just not that kind of game. No, um, and I think people are greatly misunderstanding that. Um, it's it's an exploration game. It's right. like it's like two thirds of Minecraft, pretty much.
0: I, and and I think part of it is a lot of people like because you and I probably had realistic expectations. We were thinking, you know, there's going to be a bunch of planets, and we'll be able to visit the planets and mine up resources. And that's about it. Like I think that part of it is people thought, Oh, there's gonna be like, you know, space stations everywhere and like you land on a planet and there's gonna be like vast cultures and everything. And Yeah. No. No, it's I not. Was, I was
2: talking to a guy I work with about it. Um
0: and he he's a lot more
2: of a I, I wouldn't say casual gamer because he's played MMOs, but he's he's got a more mainstream Kind of, kind of uh, taste, I guess. Because other right. than WoW, he pretty much just plays shooters and stuff like that. So he got this, and I think, I think you're right that he was expecting much more of a, of a guided experience. And I'm kind of wondering if that's what people were thinking that it was going to be, like, uh, like almost a, a Skyrim or, or modern Fallout kind of feel where it tells you exactly what you can do. And then you can go do that anytime you want, but then you have all this other stuff to do on the way there.
0: No, but the that's only, not how the
2: game works at all.
0: The <laughs> only real direction I've got is, hey, fix your fucking starship. And that's it. That's that's pretty much all the direction you get. You, oh, get... you, didn't, you didn't take the Atlas path? Oh, I did. Oh, okay. But, like, even so, it doesn't give you... It doesn't mean you have to follow that path right away. Like... You can, and you can follow out where you need to go. But, eh, have you got your Atlas pass yet? No. No, that's so handy. I'm I'm
2: arbitrarily limiting myself because, um, I have the the pre-order ship, so I already have a hyperdrive. Whenever I still don't know how to get antimatter.
0: Oh. Okay. Um,
2: So like, I already it has like one one jump in the hyperdrive. But I'm like I want to know how to get antimatter so I don't end up screwing myself over
0: later. Well, there's a <laughs> few different ways you can do it. I mean, obviously, you know, you just follow you you go around and talk to people and they'll give you the you'll get the blueprint eventually for hyper or antimatter. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then you get the like I got the blueprint for that. Um and then you get the blueprint for suspension gel, which along with uh, antimatter, make a warp drive or warp cell for you. So, Okay. Yeah, it's pretty easy. But the Atlas Pass is something that you get later on, and it helps out greatly because you go to the space stations, and if you take the door to the left, because there's a door on the right, you go and you talk to the alien and buy whatever or whatever, and then go leave. If you take the door to the left you can use an atlas pass v1 to open up the door and then inside on every single space station there is a thing that will give you one more inventory slot um on your character hmm. so i have like 23 24 inventory slots now
2: huh that's yeah. kind of that's kind of funny it's like <sighs> yeah i i think i think it's a matter of People are upset that the game isn't telling them what to do every step of
0: the way. Well, and to be fair, the inventory system is pretty limiting. It is. And that's
2: what he was complaining about. But I feel like, you know, if uh, if at least in the case of this guy I'm talking about, if he'd gone out of the way to to search for stuff, you know, and and find out about the, the Atlas Pass thing and get that. Yeah. and upgrade his inventory, like, it wouldn't be such a big deal.
0: Well, th- so there's that, and, and you do have to pay credits to, or units to upgrade, but there's that, and then on planets, there are little drop pods you can walk into and pay yeah. credits to upgrade, yeah. So i found a couple
2: of those. It's
0: 10,000 10, each, it's 10,000 more each time you use one, but shut up and take my money. Like, I don't yeah, care, it, I want that and... inventory.
2: And credits are so easy to come across.
0: Like, oh, if you just hang out at a space station and find an item that is like that space station, space station likes, you can just go to the um, the pilots who fly in, buy whatever item that is, and sell it there. Sell it back to the space station, and you'll make money. Yeah, like it's
2: um, it's easy. And- and you find you find trade commodities, just walking around on planets like really, really easily. Well, yeah. And those, I mean, you can take back. I some of some of the stuff sells for like twice its value. Right. To, to certain traders. And well, and like I it's...
0: have I have over two million right now. Which isn't yeah. a ton. But I found a ship that is worth seventeen million and it is yeah i'm assuming has, the game kind
2: of scales with Yeah you and, on that. and
0: and it has th- well it has 37 slots. <laughs> and i was like i want that ship. But um i couldn't afford it. Speaking
2: of 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 the interface in the game with with the inventory system. Um, um did you play did you play Destiny? I did for a little bit. Did you notice that the the UI in no Man's Sky is literally just Destiny.
0: No, I didn't. But now that are mentioning it. It is exactly it. Yeah. the same thing. <laughs> yeah,
2: it, it's like, very similar. Uh, it's uncanny, especially if you play with a controller. Like it is the exact same thing. It's kind of yeah. ridiculous.
0: That is one. That is. Thank you for reminding me. That is one thing I'm kind of disappointed about. While yeah. you can change up your flying and everything like that uh, with the key bindings on the PC version. I really felt no need to actually set up my flight stick for it. No. Like, I wish that they had, like, a more intricate. There's there's a few things I wish. I wish that, like, the plants were a little bit more populated instead of just being pretty much barren. Uh, I wish that the flight sticks were worthwhile to use. Stuff like that. (laughs) I also wish toxic planets didn't fucking exist. Uh, Yeah,
2: I mean. I'm on one right now. Oh, they're awful! It's it's annoying, but no,
0: the one I was on, it wasn't just like a toxic planet; it was super toxic planet where my thing just kept going down. So I had to make one of those toxic deflectors for my body. Yeah, I I think that's. I think that's a part of the game, right? But also on that same planet, there were uh, the sentinels were on high security alert. Uh, so not only did I have to deal with the toxins, I had to deal with every thirty <coughs> second a sentinel coming up to me and trying to shoot me in the face. Yeah. So that uh, was
2: annoying. The sentinels, I'm I'm assuming, are going to be a more significant part. Of I the would imagine.
0: I would imagine they're kind of uh, and words was probably boring, Connor, but uh, yeah. whatever, screw them. <laughs> so on the toxic planets, just so you know, at least the one I was on. I was able to find a bunch of those uh, Gravino balls or whatever. You don't Gravino. know what they are? Yeah, some 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 sort of ball that sells for like 30,000. So Uh-oh. What? Did, yes, uh, what? Huh? Are we are we okay?
1: Yeah. What, what's
2: wrong? Hello? You hear that? No. Yes,
0: yes, it's a squeaky noise. It's my motherboard speaker.
2: Oh.
1: Ah. Huh. Well, it was fun talking to Aroa.
0: I don't know what that is. Why is your motherboard? Sp- you really need to just get a new computer. It seems. Uh, that's that's scary. Yeah. Um. So anyway, where? do you think do you think you'll actually play any more of No Man's Sky? I am right None now. What if his
1: motherboard stops beeping at him?
2: But yeah, if my if my computer explodes, that'll that'll put a
0: damper on that. <laughs> yes, I would imagine it would. What about you, Connor? Why why haven't you been playing it?
1: I'm one of the two or three people in the world who just didn't really see that game as something I'd be interested in. Like, yeah, it's beautiful, but generally speaking, procedurally generated games get very boring very fast. You know, unless we're talking about like old school dungeon delvers, which this is not, you're gonna run out of things to do. And I don't feel like paying a full price game to eventually be like, all right, this is boring. Like anyway. I,
2: I totally agree with you on that on that idea that that like, well, at least in that this is this it's a niche game. Oh yeah, like, it yeah. is only gonna be for people who like the idea of just exploring around. And looking at randomly generated stuff uh, to know it.
0: Procedurally end. generated.
2: Yeah. Well, I, because I'm, I, whenever I, and this is whenever I uh, mention that it's like two thirds Minecraft, it's the two thirds Minecraft that
0: I played the most of, which
2: was just he, wandering is he,
0: around. Is he becoming robotic key for you too? You were getting robotic key for me, so I think our connection is bad. Yeah, that sounds. What about you, Connor? How do you think we sound?
1: Uh, Both you and Aurora keep on kind of like clicking out every once in a while. It's never for long. It's not like they've been shutting down. I
0: wonder if it's if the server we're on. Yeah. Oh well, we'll get through the podcast. It sounds fine. Uh... (laughs) I mean, it's getting worse. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I can change it on the fly. Um, do, 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 but anyway, Why so
1: people listen to this podcast, they like don't, ever.
0: do you think people actually listen to this podcast? Because that's not what happens. I thought, I thought you knew this.
1: I'm just optimistic as always.
0: Yeah. It's Connor, the ever, ever the optimist. Um, oh my God. it's like, it's listening to, to old,
2: uh speech generator robot
1: like a, a good comparison there we go oh, oh yeah, you something
0: yeah i changed it to u.s central huh yep were it we on- in
1: beijing earlier
0: yeah no we were in u.s west you none know none of
1: us are in the west dude oh, i guess you are, aren't you yeah yeah, yeah.
0: The, p- <laughs> the the dude, owner awesome. of the <laughs> the owner of it yes well let's move on uh star citizen or no man's sky is awesome <sighs> Uh, I actually think of No Man's Sky as Star Citizen Light Like it's it, It's I, I really am looking forward to Star Citizen and I'm really uh, I'm liking this as kind of a Gateway until Star Citizen actually comes out If that makes sense Are either of you there? No we okay. left Okay <laughs> Hello? I'm here now Are you okay?
2: What did was I the only one that that dropped out of there?
0: Yes. What? I am calling this Star Citizen Light, No Man's Sky. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. We're gonna talk about some other stuff other than No Man's Sky. Uh, go out buy it if you want to support. Uh, Hello Games. If you don't, then don't buy it. Whatever. Buy Joe Danger, Danger instead. <laughs> Moving on. Let's talk about Microsoft. We're not talking about the thing that's going to get everyone mad. We're going to talk about Microsoft buying Beam. Did you hear about this? Either buying you? what? Beam.
2: I've never heard of it. Yeah.
0: Oh, let me, let me read part of this from Destructoid. It says, Microsoft announced yesterday that its Xbox division has purchased Beam Interactive, a live streaming service that gives viewers the ability to watch and play along with their favorite game streamers in real time. They bought a Twitch competitor.
2: Oh, a Twitch competitor that literally no one uses.
0: Yep. So, uh... Apparently, there is some go- there are some good things about Beam. Uh, Beam is supposed to have n- nearly zero delay. Ooh. So it's, instead of having a 10 to 20 second delay, they say that basically it doesn't have a delay. So that entices me because I hate that delay. It says here in, I think, the third paragraph, it says Beam launched on January 5 of this year. So that makes sense why no one has heard of it. It's only been around for eight months. Uh, and differs from Twitch TV in several re- ways. The main difference is that Beam streams are more or less real-time, removing the 10 to 20 second delay Twitch users experience. Uh, Beam also user, uh, offers streamers tools to allow viewers to influence their stream. For example, a streamer might allow viewers to select the weapon they have to use in a first-person shooter, or the viewers could change or challenge the player to complete an entire lap of a race in reverse. All in real time. It also offers additional security features compared to Twitch. Which is funny. Let's just say the last part is pretty funny. Additional security features. Are you guys there? Yeah. Okay.
1: I am. uh, Roa. Hello. Um,
0: Yeah, apparently Rowa's having problems. So what do you think about... Have you ever heard of Beam, Connor?
1: No, I've never heard of it. But I think it's... A, I just don't think that... uh, that's too good of a thing to promise to people. I don't think you can really get away with zero latency claims. I right. mean, maybe because no one's using it, they're getting away with it, but well, I mean, also it Microsoft has to do with... they're gonna publish they they're gonna try to get people to use it and that's just gonna ruin their whole plan.
0: Well, and hitbox was better too than uh, but it Twitch. still had a delay than, than Twitch with the delay. I I really hate that ten to twenty second delay. It, yeah. Because I'll be talking and in the chat and somebody will reply to something I said, but they heard it 20 seconds ago. So now or I said it 20 seconds ago. So now I have to remember what I was saying back then and reply to them in which they hear my response 20 seconds late. And so having something that's even even if it's only like four or five second delay rather than a 20 second delay, it would make it a lot better. What about you, Aroh? What do you think about Beam? Oh, he's gone. (laughs) I
1: I sure do hope his computer's all right.
0: Yeah, his computer sounds like it's going down the crapper. Um, Beam is designed to work with any game and will continue to offer broadcasts across all gaming platforms. Of course, they're going to have e e esports as well on there. So, what do you? I've I've
1: talked about my opinions on esports before, right? No. I'm, I'm happy that they're a thing, but I also kind of think that they don't need to be a thing.
0: I... So I... I like it and I don't like it because at least it's giving gamers something that we can look towards, that we can say, hey, you know, there are people that are making tons of money off this, and it's, it's kind of getting out of the realm of like when I was a kid and when you were not born yet, and they... You know, I was I was always made fun of for playing video games and being kind of a nerdy kid, and now it's the mainstream, and we have things like esports, and we have millions of people on watching, you know, League of Legends or Dota or Street Fighter. So it's it's come a long way from even just twenty years ago. So I like it, but I I don't watch it. I it's the same thing with real sports. I don't want to watch. I don't want to watch a bunch of
1: people. Real sports,
0: yeah, it's it's that same thing. I don't like real sports, but if I'm sitting there watching somebody play football, I would rather go outside and actually play football.
1: That's always been my opinion on it.
0: So, um, you know, I now it might be kind of hypocritical since I do watch professional wrestling, but the difference is. I mean, professional
1: it's... wrestling is more like gymnastics than a sport.
0: Well, it's like gymnastics which gymnastics is a sport. But it's um it it's like a soap opera for guys. That's all it is. And I don't care. I'll fully admit that I watch it and that yeah, it's just basically a soap opera. So You know, I don't want
1: to uh you know, dampen any moods here or make any, you know, insinuative comments, but I think a hundred percent of the people I know who like wrestling are actually autistic.
0: Um you know me and I'm not autistic.
1: Oh, well there you go. There's I think you're like one out of six or something. Oh that's okay. a good statistic.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, and I've spoken about this in the past with other people, uh a lot of wrestling fans I hate because so I went to a total non-stop action uh Wrestling event that was in Salem, Oregon. And there was a guy there who was standing behind me and we were, ta- we were chatting. And he's like, Oh, man, mentioned something about ICP. <laughs> and I was like, ICP is fucking awful and stupid. And he rolls up his sleeves and he has two, one on each arm, ICP tattoos. And the I'm like, clown Yeah.
1: Clown with the hatchet.
0: I guess. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, that doesn't change the fact that they're fucking terrible. It just means that you're stupid enough to get a tattoo.
1: Well, you're against tattoos in general. It's not the fact that uh, the uh, topic, the subject matter, if it was stupid.
0: No, no, no. It, I don't. So, um, and we're we're kind of buying time until Aroa gets back. But oh I'm, no, that's
1: totally what we're doing.
0: Yeah, I'm against tattoos on myself. I don't care if other people have tattoos
1: like uh, Nathan is a poopy butt right across my eyebrows.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. No, uh his CPU is overheating.
1: Yeah, I just saw the tweet.
0: Got to restart so, uh... base podcast. So, uh No, no, that's my opinion on tattoos. Like my ex-girlfriend had a full sleeve. So, I obviously I don't care. Yeah. I just don't want to get one myself. I don't see the I don't see the appeal of it, I guess.
1: That's cool. I just don't think anyone should make you do something on your body you don't want. So yeah. you know, good 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 job not being a Jew in uh in a, you know that one place. Uh you know, concentration camps. All oh, Good job yeah. not being there.
0: Yeah, I yeah. You would have had a
1: bad time there.
0: I would have. So uh you you stream sometimes. Let's let's go back to kind of the topic. You stream yeah, sometimes. Yeah, that's probably good
1: call. Yeah, I'd um not so much video games, but sometimes. Definitely I like coding both with people in the stream and just to stream it for the sake of it. Uh, it's kind of nice just being able to rubber duck debug on other people. Uh, sometimes they've helped me out, and sometimes it's just kind of like, hey, uh, let me teach you a thing or two.
0: Right, and, I, and I've and i been in there before uh, when you've been doing the coding. And I, I think that even for that, having more of a real-time aspect to your streaming would be oh. a... Ben, be really, but it'd be really beneficial because you could make a change to your code, and even if it's a few second delay, not a fifteen or twenty second delay, uh when somebody responds to it, they'll be able to say, "Hey, you know you'll be able to type in something, and they'll be able to be like, "Hey, no, you need to do this, and you're not gonna be like five or six lines of code down the way before you realize what was before you realize what's going on it and now that sense. I think
1: about it, that exact situation has happened to me before. Someone give a recommendation. I change it, and they go, "No, before you made that change." Yeah, there's not much you could do about it at that point.
0: Oh, good. He so apparently OROA overclocked his CPU too much.
1: Yeah, I saw that. That's that's why I don't overclock.
0: Yeah, I just keep it at base. It overclocking only gives you like a ten percent increase anymore. Like it's not really worth it, especially in real world world applications. So. Would you would you be willing to try out Beam?
1: I would try it out, but I'm also a pretty big Microsoft fanboy, so I have a little bit of a bias.
0: Yeah, I am. I'm am as well. Uh, the
1: the no the no whatever the hell no drawback no time waste yeah that no is delay. Very appealing to me delay that's um, the word. So the word according
0: according to this, it gives a it does have a delay, but it is a point one five second delay.
1: Uh, that is very tolerable. I will accept that, way.
0: Yeah, that is a very nice. Even if it was like three or four seconds, I'd be like, whatever, that's fine. Um, I actually might set up an account here and try to stream on this later. Uh, today yeah, we're
1: playing Overwatch tonight, right?
0: Yeah, we'll do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I'd be down. So, and uh, dang, I want to move to the next thing, but I need you Auroa to come. Wait for Aroa. I I want to ra- wait wait for Aroa because Aroa is the one who brought it up to us so um what i'm gonna do here is i'm gonna pause the stream or uh, the podcast and i'm gonna play the intro song again and after the intro song is played we'll be back so what we watch anime so what we play leak we're just having fun we don't care who who's so what we stay in? It don't bother me. Living young, pale, and nerdy. And we're back.
1: Uh, I so hope you like the. Anime, so what we smoke weed? D-
0: that's not the. That's not the song. That's you're bad. You're a bad person.
1: Don't any blazer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> can we? Can we get a? Uh, can we get Root Beer King to do a, a remix? A remix for when you host the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that sounds sounds good. You'll have to talk to him. I'm sure he'll want actual money for it. So I, going, moving I, yeah, on. Let's we're get back on topic. Yeah, let's get back on topic. It's a topic that Aroa brought up on t- uh, Facebook, not Twitter. So, oh man, I'll just let Aroa talk about this. All right.
2: So, um, if you're friends with any techies who also happen to be tinfoil hat fanatics. Um, Don't show him this. Yeah, uh, they've probably said on multiple occasions uh, that Microsoft has a backdoor in Windows, where basically, especially in Windows 10, uh, if the FBI wanted to get any information out of your computer, they could. Uh, Turns out uh, they weren't wrong. Uh, this whole time I've been like, nah, that would be stupid. Microsoft wouldn't be that dumb to have this one key that they that they think they can keep safe forever and, and that goes all the way back to like years upon years of of Windows installations. Uh, and all of them are completely vulnerable to that one key getting getting lost or, or stolen. Well, it, yeah. Yeah, they, they did that.
0: It totally oh. exists, and they can't, totally. and they can't hack it out. They can't patch it out. Yeah, this isn't
2: um, the thing. Is uh, a similar thing happened with the PlayStation Three? Uh, th- it was how the PlayStation Three jailbreak thing happened, where people could essentially do whatever the hell they wanted with the PS3 hardware. Um, it, you could run. You could sign any application written for the PS3 with this universal signing key, and it would run even on an unmodified PS3 at that point. Uh, the thing was, with that, Sony had all of the all of the hardware there. Um, they they knew every intricate thing about the the PS3, and they managed to patch that that key getting leaked. They, they changed the key Um, thing is Microsoft can't in this situation um, because of the way that this key works with the the system to basically guarantee that, that the software it's running is legit. Like it's, it's hard to explain to, to somebody that wouldn't know this much, but basically this key tells windows that whatever assigned with that key, it it can do whatever it wants. It's it's legit. Yeah, so, um,
0: so it's like a... So let's say you get a suspicious file. Okay. And it has this key as like a certificate. Then it's... Microsoft's going to be like... They're not going to say their safe smart search or whatever they call it isn't going to trigger and say, hey, this is a suspicious file. You're just going to be able to run this and and nothing's gonna happen. it's gonna look like it it, it Microsoft's gonna think it's a legitimate thing
2: and the, the the scarier part of it is that um whenever computer whenever I think windows I think it was Windows 7 came out um, computers started implementing this thing called uh, UEFI to replace uh Legacy. is what they call it. Yeah. Well, they call it legacy, but it's it's MBR, yeah, um, which is basically the the thing that tells your computer what operating system to boot whenever it starts up. Um, it's a it's a segment written on your hard drive, and um, with UEFI, the intent was to make it to make that that part that that thing. Uh, more secure and and more flexible um and and as part of that there's a thing called secure boot uh and basically if you buy if you buy a windows eight or ten uh well for example the surface
0: um right the surface secure... and what was it window it was the surface and something else the uh the windows phones
2: yeah and there there are probably other uh store-bought computers that do this too. Uh, Secure Boot essentially makes it so that um, your computer won't boot anything that isn't signed with a trusted key. And the idea is sort of like um, it's sort of like uh, you'll hear Android uh, people who like to hack their phones complain that the bootloader is locked. There's a locked bootloader computer, where you can't, you couldn't boot Linux on on this computer necessarily without finding some kind of exploit to bypass the secure boot,
0: or uh, just if, switching to enable legacy boot.
2: Well, if if that's an option,
0: right? Because that has to be an option in in the BIOS. Watch a lot of them. To be fair, a lot of BIOSes do have that option. They do, but uh, the apparently the Surface doesn't.
2: Um, at least the. I think the earlier ones definitely didn't. Um, Right. But in any case, uh, so basically with this key in hand, somebody could write a malicious, uh, basically it'd be a rootkit that uh, would bypass the security protection so that if, I mean, somehow or another you, you ran some kind of infected application that then overwrote the uh, EFI partition on your hard drive with something malicious, uh, you wouldn't be able to do anything about it. Uh, And your computer would boot it regardless, even with secure boot enabled. Right. And that is an extremely bad thing. Um, Yeah. Especially since it can't be fixed at this point Um, because of the way that or the, the way that that windows works like you, since you can install,
0: uh, I bet, I bet the next version windows 11, it's going to be out really fucking quick.
2: Yeah. Like (laughs) it, it will have to do something along these, along those lines. Eventually, if they want to stop this, they'll have to release something like a windows 11 and it will literally have to be incompatible with, uh, old versions of of Windows, like uh, recovery software, right, and it would like the the hard thing is that hardware vendors would end up having to block this key to, to make it one hundred percent secure. Right. So and there that's... is
0: so there is um, there was something kind of similar, but not not exactly similar. What happened with uh, Apple? and the iPhone 5. Did you ever notice that the iPhone 5 faded out really, really quickly? Yeah. And then they came out with the iPhone 5C and the iPhone 5S, like, and it killed off the iPhone 5? Yeah. The reason was, was because they had made it, they had programmed it in such a way that for some reason, it didn't actually lock the phone to a carrier.
1: Hmm.
0: So you could just take your iPhone 5 and use it on whatever carrier you wanted. So uh, they they kind of quickly got rid of that, and that might be what they're trying to do with Windows uh, 10 because I know they said Windows 10 is going to be their last operating system, and they just came out with the Windows, aniver- Windows 10 anniversary update, but they've got to do something, and I don't know what they're going to do, but they might release a new like a windows 10.5 or something like that they did with a windows eight that kind of upgrades it and kind of strips out all of this. I know they said that it can't be patched out, but they've got to do something.
1: I just want to say it sure would be convenient that as soon as those annoying Microsoft advertisements or bloatware pretty much right in your computer go away. <laughs> hey, look, we got another free upgrade for you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> please please do this otherwise your computer's at a se- severe security risk. Um yeah. And this is what we were talking about months ago. Uh where Roa you know had said, "No, they Apple needs to stand their ground." And this is why, because the FBI wanted the Apple to do something like this, and Microsoft had already done something like this, um, and it was just a matter of time before it gets out. That's the problem. Yeah, once just, you
1: look at it, now it came out.
0: Yeah, it's just a matter of time before um, somebody releases that code, which is not a good thing, because... Hackers are going to see this code. Like Connor, he's typing out a code right now. Bro, oh,
1: literally right now. This is computational DEFCON one, and I'm taking full advantage of it.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's going to be a ton of new viruses coming out that utilize this. And, yes. a- admittingly, um, there's going to be a way. I'm sure Kaspersky will say anything with this code in it. Um, you know, don't download or it's unsafe or something like that. But yeah,
2: the, the, the real problem is going to be that this is going to, to make a new level of um, uh, crypto ransomware, right um, where like they'll be able to encrypt your entire Windows installation at this point,
0: even on devices where that shouldn't be possible. Um, uh, and, <laughs> and according to Microsoft, this only affects Windows phones and, uh, surfaces. And that's why... So, you know,
1: i too you if he has one of those.
0: Um, actually, we have quite a few of them at my work.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I, I got my Surface, so and we got a bunch of Surface.
0: Yeah. To be fair, the NFL's a joke anyway, but we'll move on with that. Uh, hmm. so... I, yeah, this isn't good. This is a very, very bad thing. Uh, Microsoft definitely shouldn't have done this in the first place. And whoever released it, I'm going to imagine if they find the person who released this, that person is going to go to jail. Or die. Yeah, the Microsoft mafia.
2: Microsoft will have them killed.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: And um, the, the sad thing uh, is that now uh, th- this comes out at the same time that the whole Linux kernel vulnerability uh, comes out where uh, if you travel or if you go to uh, the, or if you if you get some kind of, uh, or affected by some kind of exploit um, you're able or they're able to view like all of your HTTP traffic without actually being on your network or something like that. Like there's some kind of kernel vulnerability involving, uh, involving all internet traffic.
0: Oh, that's awesome
2: that they can even, even with secure traffic, um, they can't actually obviously view, uh, the traffic, but they can see where you're, you're going to. They basically have all of the abilities that your ISP does.
1: So basically it's a very scary time to be a computer right
2: now. So everyone use Tor. But um, actually actually don't because the Tor network is what's affected most of all
0: by oh, the really? by
2: the Linux thing. Yes, because the exploit allows them to essentially knock you off of the Tor exit relay that you're on. And, and technically because of theirs. that. Yeah, technically because of that, you'd be able to eventually get them into a malicious Tor exit relay. Oh lovely. That's... <laughs> Which Let's... is, that's the, inherent, that's the inherent flaw in the Tor network, is that if you end up on the right relay, somebody on the other end can watch every single thing that you're doing. That and is... all it takes is some time and being the FBI to uh, roll back and find out who exactly you are.
0: Yeah, that's not good. Uh, so... Especially if you're trying to buy drugs on the Tor yeah. network. I mean, that's what a does. Yep. Oh, yeah.
2: Anyway, family, family friendly drugs only, though. Yes. So only we only only buy from farm grown places, (laughs) farm grown heroin.
0: (laughs) So uh, let's transition because we've been kind of long this this week. Uh, Parappa the Rapper. This is one of Aroa's favorite games from the original PlayStation. Yes, it actually is. This isn't me me being sarcastic like usual. Uh, It's getting an anime, another anime. Apparently, they've had more than one anime. Yeah,
2: I I was gonna say I I I thought that there was something like a like a short lived little thing, but I didn't think it was an actual like series of anime shorts or whatever. August
0: eighteenth. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, are you gonna watch it?
2: I'll probably check it out once it gets uh once it gets you know localized in some way. What about Um, um,
0: Crunchyroll? It's probably going to be on Crunchyroll. It might be. That's true. Um, Uh,
2: I think think
0: the last time that we've seen... Was Parappa the Rapper in uh, PlayStation All-Stars? Yeah. Okay. I never actually played it, so...
2: I I would say that he was terrible, but every character was terrible, because that game wasn't
0: good. It wasn't? I thought it was okay looking.
1: Really neat idea...
2: Um, absolute garbage execution. Well, oh, of
1: course, okay. it was a good idea. It was Smash Brothers. <laughs> well, yes,
0: yeah. yes. Uh, Smash Brothers was a good idea. But uh, what about you, Connor? Do you like PoRappa the Rapper?
1: I mean, I was okay with it. I I played it like on a demo disc or something. Like I think it might have actually been a pirated disc. Now that I everybody really think back uh, in my memories,
0: it I played it on a the demo, demo disc. disc. Yeah.
2: Came with your with your PS One. Maybe yeah, that, that was it. one.
1: Yeah, I remember and...
0: playing it on there. Liking it, never playing, you know, the actual game.
2: I played it on PSP years later.
0: Oh, okay. Did you beat it? I did. Oh wow! It uh, um
2: wasn't as hard as it was when I was a kid.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, it's, especially since you've been playing games like uh, Rock Band and the uh, the DJ Donkey, Max, the Donkey Kong one.
2: I can play I can play 6 button DJ Max uh pretty decently well. So I like, I, yeah.
0: I really want to what is it? Donkey Konga. I I own that. I I think that game looks amazing. It is silly as
2: hell because of all the like modern pop music that's on it. But do you like it? I thought it was okay. Oh, okay. Uh, uh Jungle Beat was much better even right. though it's not a music game.
0: Right. Oh, that's the one I was thinking of, Jungle Beat. Yeah, maybe that game is amazing. Oh, okay. Yeah, you gotta like clap and then do the cong the, the well, you
2: yeah, like clapping is is an attack, and then like you you hammer the congas to move left or right and hit them both to jump, and then there's like a weird fighting game part it, at the end of every level.
0: Is it still a rhythm game. No. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I think it would be neat if they made it into kind of a rhythm type. But whatever. Uh, lastly, we're going to talk about something that I think Connor will actually like. Deus Ex. don't X. like anything. Don't be silly. You oh, like no, X. I totally like this. I yeah. love this. <laughs> <laughs> they released the uh, recommended and minimum specifications for the PC version of Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. Uh, we'll go so. over those a little bit. Uh, for the minimum specifications... You need a at least Windows Seven uh, with Service Pack One or above, uh, Intel i3 processor uh, or AMD equivalent, uh, eight gigs of RAM, an AMD Radeon seventy eight seventy or an NVIDIA six sixty, and forty five gigs of hard drive space.
1: It's pretty big. Not the biggest, but no, pretty big.
0: Uh. And then the recommended specs, if you want to play it, you know, 1080p and whatever. Uh, Operating system, Windows 10 64-bit. For reasons. For reasons. For some reason, I don't know. Intel i7-3770K or AMD FX 8350 Wraith, which I've never even heard of. 16 gigs of RAM, which is what I have. Uh, AMD Radeon RX 480 or an NVIDIA GTX 970.
2: Except don't Uh. actually use an RX 480 because uh, it'll make your computer uh, explode. Why? Isn't that the, that's the one they released recently, isn't it?
0: I believe so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's uh, out of PCI uh, uh, power spec. Um, It's been killing motherboards left and right because it draws like, something like 8 times the amount of power that it's supposed to out of one of the rails.
0: Oh good. Let's yeah, don't get the Radeon RX 480, get the 970. There's a re- there is a reason why I don't like AMD.
2: Uh, that's only on the reference cards. Supposedly the aftermarket cards are going to fix that problem. I would hope uh, so.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um and then the The amount of space actually goes up by ten gigs, uh, so it's fifty five gigs. But that's including the DLC.
2: Yep. So it's going to be ten gigs worth of add-ons for Mankind Divided. Yep. It's a lot so, of uncompressed dialogue.
0: Uh. Yeah. The lastly, I the page hope. notes that preloading begins August nineteenth. Hey, that's pretty soon. Yep. And then you can actually play the game August twenty third. Uh, I'm
1: probably gonna end up scrounging up them. I kind of bummed I won't be able to get 16 gigs of RAM in time. But
0: oh, do you only have yeah. eight?
1: Yeah, I only got eight.
0: That should oh. be okay. What a painful existence. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tr- I'm wanting to upgrade to 32 because I'm like, wait, the recommended requirements for my RAM is 16. Uh, I I need to get, I thought it'd
1: be a lot longer till we came to this point, to be honest.
0: Yeah. I'm like, I need to get 32 gigs of Ram now because I only have 16 and I need to at least double that. Well, it's, it's because the
2: consoles have eight gigs. Right. And you know, I'm not even running a game right now and I'm using a little over four and a half.
0: Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm running, uh, let me see real quick. Uh, I'm using, oh, I'm using 36% right now.
2: And it's 30.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's still quite a bit. And then, you know, having a game run on top of that, that's going to take up even more RAM, especially something that hopefully will push graphic limits like the, uh, Mankind Divided. Uh, cause you guys have both played Human Revolution.
1: Hey, oh yeah. Lots and, and lots of times.
0: And with Human Revolution, that game was very, very pretty for its time.
1: It's still pretty.
0: Yeah, it doesn't look too bad. Right. Um. So Connor, you you have played all of the Deus Ex games, right?
1: I've played way too much of all the games. either. <laughs> um. Just Human Revolution alone, both the uh, director's edition, the original, and the DLC for that. I have 100 percented the game more than once. Uh, at least achievement-wise. Pretty sure done, I've done everything in that you've, game.
0: You've done the pacifist run, then? Mm-hmm. I tried that, and I think Aro and I have spoken about this in the past. Uh, I got the punch-through wall ability, because I thought it sounded awesome.
1: Oh, and then you snap someone's neck. And then I snapped someone's... <laughs> I was trying the pacifist
0: run. I snapped someone's neck and was like, ah, fuck.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, See, I th- that part where it says uh, bosses don't count, I just kind of didn't read that the first time, so... Uh... Yeah. So I, I beat the first boss completely by throwing barrels at him. <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I think the first boss I fought, I managed somehow to shoot him with the, um, like the the stun, not the stun gun, but like the trank darts. The yeah, I yeah. tranked him to death. and And I was pissed off because I used the tranquilizer. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to kill this guy. And I used the tranquilizer, and he still dies. And I was like, well, this was fucking stupid. Yeah, I could have I, shot his ass. I,
2: the director's cut fixed that, didn't it? Did either of you know?
1: I don't recall. I don't I, know. I, I the, last time, the last time I came to him, I just kind of melted his face. I, I've gotten so good at that game, I know how to get early game snipers and just completely take him out, out of his range.
2: Yeah, I, I think the the director's cut like that was one of the main things was allowing you to truly finish each boss without killing them.
1: All well, kind of um, in director's cut, what you can do is instead of you killing him, there's a uh, like a a service elevator that has a bunch of turrets in them, and you could just pick up the turrets and drop them into a hallway. You're not killing him; the turrets are.
0: Oh,
2: okay. That's uh. All
0: right. That's that's not that's how you get around homicide. Yeah. Apparently so.
1: I didn't kill him, Your Honor. The Andrax so, did it.
2: So yeah. according to the game, uh, Jigsaw in the Saw movies was completely
0: innocent. He was
1: <laughs> totally. He, he, he didn't, didn't do, do nothing.
0: Do anything. Yeah. I never
1: killed anyone.
0: So who's they gonna get it. who out of this group is gonna get this game, and I think it's everyone.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, have, oh. I I
0: probably won't get it immediately. I don't know. Now Unless I steal have, it. have either of you played the the first Deus Ex game? Oh yeah.
2: I played through the first mission
0: and after that I
2: couldn't figure out what to do and I never touched it again.
0: <laughs> I um remember loading it up and I did not buy it from Steam. I just bought I it was before it was on Steam. I had got it another way. And it let me choose the different – it lets you choose, like, your graphic settings and everything before you enter the game. And I was like, i oh, just run off my hardware, whatever, everything will be fine. Nope. It was one of the early 2000 games that decided it wanted to judge the frame rate based on your CPU. And so my CPU was a little bit faster than the, the CPUs in, you know, the early 2000s. So yeah. – it was running at uh, about 3,000 frames a second. Oh,
1: that's that's tolerable. That's doable.
0: <laughs> and I was like, all right. And so, like, the pe- people were talking, and it would, like, say, like, two words, and they would end the cutscene because it just was going so fast. I would press the W button to walk forward, and it would just shoot me across the room.
1: <laughs> it's
0: like, yeah, this is good. So, uh, if you're ever wanting to play that game, remember... Run it in OpenGL. Yeah. It's probably for the best. So, I think that's the end of our podcast.
1: Which is good, because it's my dinner time.
0: Yeah, and we're going to play some Overwatch. you going to play with us, Auroa? <laughs> I don't know. Why not?
2: Because I like No Man's Sky a
0: lot. That's true. But, but Connor and I wanted to try out Overwatch on Beam. Mm-hmm. And see how Beam worked. Mm-hmm. But anyway, thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you for being here, Connor, the cyberpunk monk, Besh. That's me. Now, where can we find you on social media and all that jazz? On
1: Twitter and cyberpunk underscore monk. Uh, on Facebook, don't worry about it. I don't want you on my Facebook. <laughs> And on Twitch, I am the Cyberpunk Monk because some jerk has Cyberpunk Monk and never does anything with it.
0: You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, what about Aroa? Aroa, where where can we find you?
2: I have a YouTube at the uh, at Aroa one three three seven, and I have a Twitter at Aroa, and I have a Twitch at Aroa one three three seven. I think.
0: Yep. And you can find me, Nathan Reiton Spruth in various places. Reetonentertainment.com is my website where I post every single podcast and occasionally post a news story. You can find me on Twitch at Reeton. You can find me on Twitter at Reeton. You can find me on Beam at Reeton. And uh, that's about it. And uh, press follow mm. in all those places so you can talk to me. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye.